Hi, it's Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. Diane is not here today. It's just me and Cindy. But that's okay. This is such a big subject that I'm talking about personally today. I'm hoping that Diane will, um, when she's back, she'll want to speak about it too because she's had a master's in behavior science and as a therapist, she knows a lot about people's behavior. Now, what I want to talk to you today, uh, resilience versus resentment. We're in a difficult time in our society. God, we're, we're divisive and people are angry and there's so much going on that sometimes I think that people feel beaten down by the news, by the economy, by different things. Now, from my background in business, one of the things that Cindy used to say to me all the time is, Denise, you're one of the most resilient people I've ever met. Why am I so resilient? I ask myself. Resilient to me is someone that gets over obstacles quickly, okay? That is tough, that doesn't worry about the, the small screen, looking at the big screen. And that, so that's why I've been in a business, food styling, culinary producing, cookbook writing. These are industries that need resilient personalities. You're going to have to trust me on that. But like anything, you're up for criticism. You're going to have to bid on jobs and lose them. You're going to turn in proposals that people say no, and then a year later might see that exact book come out on the market that somebody else wrote. I mean, there's a lot to being resilient. Now, the reason I like to be resilient, and I found it that worked for me, in business and in my life is if you're not resilient, you're resentful or you fall into resentment. And I know that some of you, many of you probably have friends or relatives or on your own, your own days, we all have bad days where you're resentful. You're not resilient. You're in fact angry about something. You're angry. You're bitter. You're pissed off. You're thinking that you got shorted or you got cheated. Okay. It, things didn't turn out the way you wanted them to. Now, the reason this has become kind of important to me is that I've been in my year of transition. Pretty soon it'll be a year and a half and people will think, I wish that woman would stop talking about her year of transition. But meaning, as I'm working less, I'm still working, but not as much. Cindy has taken over the styling. I am finding out that my world has gotten smaller. When that happens, when your world gets smaller, you're not looking at the big picture. You're just, you're kind of just looking at a little tiny through a microscope of your life. It's kind of like when you hear people that are furious because their post, postman was late that day. And I always think to myself, huh? You're angry? They're resentful of their postmen because the, the, the letters or their bills or the junk mail was going to come an hour later. Now that's somebody to me that no longer has a big vision. It's not a good thing. Now, as you work less and you're not in the outside world, can your world get smaller? Absolutely. So as I've been writing more, and this is where this all came into place. I've been writing, and I look back at times that I felt resentment or angry at my clients or not understanding of my clients. 
And I realized that it didn't behoove me at all. Matter of fact, it was damaging to me, probably damaging to our relationship in the long time and wasn't a good business practice. But since I'm at home now, more, less phone calls, still some, but less, I'm trying to keep my resilient attitude towards life. Now, when you're on Facebook and all you see is bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news, is it tough? Yes. So what can you do about that? Well, sometimes you have to take a break. Sometimes you have to say, you know what, today I'm going to baby myself because I don't feel resilient. I feel tender or I feel like I've been poked or I feel like I've been beaten up. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. I've always had a thing if I was feeling sorry for myself, I'd always set a time limit to it. I'd think I'm going to feel sorry for myself for one whole hour. That's all it is. And then I'm going to get over it because to feel sorry for yourself for more than that, in my opinion, just it's redundant. It's boring. And by the way, don't tell your friends that because nobody wants to hear about it. Okay. I read in a magazine when Michelle Pfeiffer, this is years ago in the bloom of her career, she was talking about that she just hated that people said she was so pretty that she just thought that was the most annoying thing when she read interviews. And, of course, people responded to that comment by her saying, Huh? How dare you? You're absolutely gorgeous. Be grateful. Mm-hmm. Don't, what do you mean you, you're, you hate it that people think you're so pretty? Oh, for God's sake. So people responded really negatively to that. She got tons of fan mail that was unfan mail, as I would say. So guess what? She learned that maybe she should just be grateful that she was pretty. She never mentioned it again. And she talked about it later. That's how I heard this. And I remember thinking, okay, so there was the lesson for her in people's response. I just know this. And when people sometimes say to me on Facebook, which is when, if I say something and people say things like, well, you get over things so quickly. I say, yes, I do. And here's some tips that I do to do that. Okay. And this can be big things and I'm talking big things. Terrible things will happen to us in this lifetime and we can carry that as a weight around our neck or we can be resilient. Okay. There's just a point of you have to decide how much time you want to spend on being angry or resentful or having a chip on your shoulder. Here's what I, I have found. If I'm feeling angry or resentful towards something, I try to do something nice for somebody else. Because the moment I reach out and do something nice for someone else, guess what? It's not about me anymore. Now I'm caring about someone else's feelings. And when they respond in a really positive way or thank me, all that stuff just melts away. And all of a sudden I feel like a human being again, instead of being angry. So I have found that reaching out, helping someone else, Cindy and I, before we started to record this, we're telling each other things that we, that we do are our own tricks to feeling something. And Cindy told this story and having been there, I so get it. She was talking about, she read an article about there are people in India that live on the garbage heaps because that's where they live. And they pick through the garbage and they just kind of scrape by in life. Now, if you've ever been to India, you know that there's totally, I mean, it's, it makes our homeless problem look like not much here in America compared to the all-around poverty that we see in other countries. But Cindy was saying whenever she's starting to complain about something, 
she thinks of those people. I think that's a great I think it's a great example of putting a visual in your mind so that you feel that you really have some perspective on what you're complaining about. Now, my mind, which helped me years ago, my story is about 10 years old. Maybe it's even older than that. I had to make four pot roasts one day as a food stylist. So I had married Kenny by then, and Kenny was hearing me. So I bitched for two or three hours before I went to the store to find the pot roast. What do you think? They just grow on trees, I kept saying. And then I had to call ahead into the store, have four pot roasts, and then I had to pick through the pot roasts and find pot roasts that looked alike. Oh, my God, I was making issue of that, the pot roast shoot. Then I came home and cooked them took about an hour. I didn't want it to be too cooked because I knew I was going to have to slice them. I believe it was a packaging shot. But here was the thing. After I really let myself be a lunatic about the pot roast and a whiny bitch for hours, my husband said to me in the dearest tone and in a very, in a wonderful manner, because he has counseling skills because he's an attorney. So he said to me, so how much do you make tomorrow? And I said, well, I have to drive downtown. So I had to drive 10 miles away, go into a beautiful studio where they would give me a free lunch and treat me like a goddess. But I would make, I said, well, twelve, fourteen hundred $1,400 by the time I'm finished. And he turned to me and said, wow, yeah, I wonder how many people in the world would like to make $1,400 in one day. Okay. He had a point, didn't he? Now, here's the thing, which is why we have to listen to ourselves and to others. If we're hanging out with the right people, in my estimation, if you have to work really hard at a relationship, get out of it, okay? <laughs> Don't. If you're working really hard at a relationship, that's not good. But if you can listen to what other people say to you, I think you're going to learn some stuff. Well, after he said that to me, I need you to know, it changed my entire attitude. I stopped bitching. Not only did I stop bitching, I stopped. I started realizing that I wanted to be a food stylist. I was a food stylist. I went to school to be a food stylist. I made good money as a food stylist. So maybe I just better appreciate what I had and stop bitching. So I think one of the tips is you count your blessings. And I say this all the time because it's very easy to go down the negative road. But in reality, if you look at what you have, not with what I always say to Cindy, we got to count our wins and we got to count our losses. Okay. And most of the time you find out if you really take a look at it, chances are you've got many more wins than you have losses in life. And I, I just think that if you look out at the world as a bigger place and put yourself in the context that you're not the most important person in the world, you might feel better about the world. And then the third one is a tip, and this is what, when I've had situations, okay, I didn't get the book deal that I wanted. I didn't get the job that I wanted. I didn't, why didn't these people hire me and pay me that money to, you know, sell soda pop? What can I do for myself? And being resilient how can I turn the whole situation around and figure out how to be better at what I was going after next time? And that's what resilience is. It's not saying, oh, poor me, I lost. It's saying, oh, wonderful me, next time I want to win. So I always try to look at what I could do in my own behavior to make it better for the next time. And 
be prepared. And if you're going after something, be prepared and be resilient. And when people give you negative talk, which you're always going to get your whole life, that's just part of our society. I don't think you can get around it. I, I always like to think that the stuff like that, when people say stuff to me that is a negative, which they sometimes do, it's like water off a duck's back. That my mother used to say to me, Denise, make it water off a duck's back. And she, what she was trying to say is, if you become, if you don't toughen up, and of course I learned this in culinary school, because every single day, there were only a few women in the entire school when I went to the California Culinary Academy. And the best chefs that we had were the men, they were all men, that said, get tough, kid, get tough, Denise. They didn't, they didn't abuse me. They were just showing me the way to be resilient. And if anything, I'll teach you to be resilient as a chef because one minute you've got a souffle and the next minute you've baked it too long and I'd call that a chocolate lava cake. <laughs> okay? So you have to think on your feet as a chef, but what it really teaches you is resilience. It teaches you to... Just keep moving and be strong. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. And it's because as my world has gotten smaller, I can see how you can become, I can become resentful instead of turning it around and being resilient. And that's it. This was kind of our mini podcast today. Thank you all for listening. We have some wonderful guests coming up. We're too excited. Um, we did have a giveaway that was very successful. And we're going to always have giveaways in the future. So please visit our page. And if you have any comments or questions, contact us. It's womenbeyond at iCloud.com. You can always reach us. Thanks so much. Is that enough, Miss Cindy? Oh! Saved by the bell. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>